Hi, it's Mark, and you're listening to English on Command podcast. Today is a rainy day here in Bangkok, and I have a new set of very useful words and expressions for you. First, I'm going to explain all of them, and then we're going to read a new chapter of Alice in Wonderland. Your job is to find all the new words and expressions in the story. If you have something you don't understand, feel free to text me on my Instagram. Check the description. Well, enough blubbering. I hope you remember this expression. Now, let's go. This is the last part of the first chapter, and I have five words for you to remember. Word number one: current. C U R R A N T. Current. Current is a small, seedless, no seeds variety of berries. Again, it's a berry and it's used for baking mostly. For example, I bought currants. I will make a cake tonight. All right. Again, C U R R A N T. Current. It's a berry used for baking, like a cake. All right, next word. It's a good word, very popular and useful one. Creep. C R E E P. Creep is a verb or as a noun. To creep as a verb means to move very slowly, quietly, and carefully. Usually, in order to avoid being noticed, the children crept in the kitchen to get some cookies. Okay. Crept is the second form of the verb creep, and also you can use it as a noun. You can call someone a creep if that person is trying to、uh, watch you or to hide somewhere or behave in a strange way. That person is a creep. C R E E P. Creep. All right. Next word I have for you is anxiously. Anxiously is an adverb. Anxiety, anxiety is a noun, and in our case, anxiously means nervously. How nervously? He was anxiously waiting to see his girlfriend. Anxiously, anxious. Okay, and two more words. Dull. D u l. D u l l. Dull. Dull means boring, uninteresting. It's an adjective, and you could say dull about anything you want, about a person, about a movie, about your friend, or、uh, an exercise, an activity. For example, many office jobs are extremely dull. Dull. And one more word. We have a. It's actually an expression. It's a phrasal verb. Finish off. Finish him off. Finish off. Finish off means to finish something, to eat or drink up all of something. Or if you used to play fighting games, finish off means to to win the round completely.、Um, but it's very popular. To use about food, for example, let's finish off this wine. There is only a little bit left. 
finish off this wine, finish off this cheese, finish off the milk, finish off this plate. Means eat everything on that plate. Alright, so those are all the words we need for this last part of the first chapter. Now repeat after me again. Current. I bought currants. I will make a cake tonight. Creep. The children crept to the kitchen to get some cookies. Anxiously. He was anxiously waiting to see his girlfriend. Dull. Many office jobs are extremely dull. And last one. Finish off. Let's finish off this one. There is only a little bit left. Alright, so those are all the words we need. Don't forget to practice them. Okay, ideally go and write down a few examples of your own sentences with these words and you can also send them to me and I'll check them. You know my Instagram, it's in the description. Now, let's read the story. Soon her eye found a little glass box that was lying under the table. She opened it and found in it a very small cake on which the words eat me were beautifully marked in currants. Well, uh, I'll eat it, said Alice, and if it makes me grow larger, I can reach the key. And if it makes me grow smaller, I can creep under the door. So either way, I'll get into the garden, and I don't care which happens. She ate a little bit and said anxiously to herself, which way? Which way? Holding her hand on the top of her head to feel which way it was growing. And she was quite surprised to find that she remained the same size. To be sure, this generally happens when one eats cake. But Alice had got so much into the way of expecting nothing but out of the way things to happen. That it seemed quite dull and stupid for life to go on in a common way. So she set to work and very soon finished off the cake. Alice finished off the cake and we finished off the last part of the first chapter of the book. Now guys, tell me, do you like the book so far? What do you think about it? Well. A few questions for you to check your memory. What did Alice find in this part? Hmm? Think about it. Okay, one more question. What could possibly happen if she ate the cake? Hmm? Text me your answers. Okay, it's interesting to talk about it. And one more question for you guys. What happened to Alice at the end of this chapter. So those are the questions for you to think and that's it for now. We're going to move on to the next chapter. And now chapter 2 my friends.
But first, let's check out all the words and expressions we need to know. The first one, far off. Far off, F-A-R-O-F-F. -F. Two different words, far off. It's an adjective and here it means a remote in time or space. Very far from you in time or space. For example, I would like to visit my far off countries or relatives. My far off relatives and many far off countries is a good example. So one more time. I would like to visit many far off countries from your country or your own far off relatives which are not in a direct relation to you probably or your sister of your brother's daughter or I don't know so you get, you get the idea it's a remote far not close to you far off good now next word is a noun hothrag hothrag um, it's a rug laid in front of a fireplace to protect the carpet or the floor. The hearth rug is very dirty. Hearth rug. H-E-A-R-T. Like heart. And then we have H-R-U-G. Rug. Heart and rug. Hearth rug. Okay? So that's word number two. Next one is also a noun and this one may seem familiar to you if you play the guitar. Now this one is Fender. F-E-N-D-E-R. Fender. Now what it is? What is Fender? Fender is a low frame bordering a fireplace to prevent burning holes from falling out. I think you understand what it is. The fender is very hot, you should not touch it. Fender is the frame around the fireplace. Or the most common meaning for fender is the side of the car, the front side or the back side of the car. Fender bender it means a small collision, small touch of one car to another. Um, in a traffic jam or in a parking lot or on the street, you know, the street parking is usually very, very tight. So you could touch someone else's fender. So this one is F-E-N-D-E-R, fender. Okay, but in our case is a frame around the fireplace. Good, and one more word we have. Nonsense. It's one word. N-O-N-S. E-N-S-E, non and sense. Together we have nonsense. And it means it's, it's used to describe words or language having little or no sense or meaning. Something stupid, probably. For example, I think magic shows are complete nonsense. Again, magic shows are stupid. This person thinks that all of them are so stupid, so obvious, and the word we can use, nonsense. This is nonsense, I don't believe you. Okay? Or if you are arguing with someone, you could say, well, I can't take your nonsense anymore. I can't take your nonsense anymore. Alright, so those are all the words we need for 
this part, this chapter number two. Repeat after me. Far off. I would like to visit many far off countries. Hearthrug. Hearthrug is a frame. Not just a frame. This one is a rug in front of the fireplace. So the example is. This hearthrug is very dirty. Next one, fender. The fender is very hot, so you should not touch it. Or about the cars, remember? Fender, bender. The front part, the rear part of the car. And one more word, repeat after me. Nonsense. I think magic shows are complete nonsense. So you have another choice, you could say bullshit, but it's very rude and it's not very formal. And you probably don't say this word to everyone you see or meet. So the word nonsense is a very polite way to say bullshit, stupid. Okay? So done with the words. Now let's move on and read our chapter 2. Curiouser and curiouser, <laughs> cried Alice. She was so much surprised that for the moment she quite forgot how to speak good, proper English. Now I'm opening out like the largest telescope that ever was. Goodbye, feet. For when she looked down at her feet, they seemed to be almost out of sight. They were getting so far off. Oh, my poor little feet. I wonder who'll put on your shoes and stockings for you now, dears. I'm sure shan't be able. I shall be a great deal too far off to trouble myself about you. I must manage the best way you can. But I must, I must be kind to them, thought Alice to herself. Or perhaps they won't walk the way I want to go. Hmm, let me see. I'll give them a new pair of boots every Christmas. And she went on planning to herself how she would manage it. Well, they must be go by the carrier, by the post, she thought. And how fun it will seem setting presents to one's own feet. And how odd the directions will look. Alice's right foot, comma, esquire, hearthrug, comma, near the fender, comma, with Alice's laugh. Oh dear, what nonsense I'm talking. Just then her head struck against the roof of the hall. In fact, she was now more than nine feet high, and she at once took up the little golden key and hurried off to the garden door. Poor Alice, it was so much as she could do, laying down on one side to look through in the garden with one eye, but to get through was more hopeless than ever. She sat down and began to cry again. That's it. That's it for now. That's the end of the first part of the chapter 2, guys. Now a few questions to check your memory. Why did Alice forget how to speak proper English for the moment? What 
was happening in the valleys. Could you try to explain what did you hear? What do you understand? And one more. Why did Alice cry at the end of this passage? Why did she cry? Think about it, my friends. Answer these questions to yourself. Practice speaking. Check your memory. Those are very good exercises. And the words again. From the first part and the second part of this episode, practice them. You can find them here in the description. Look at them. Write down your own sentence, including this word. Practice them. Try to incorporate them in your speech. It's very important. You can also send them to my Instagram if you want me to check your mistakes. That's it for now, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you. You will hear me tomorrow as usual. And have a good day. Bye.